you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to the 16th chapter of the book of 1 Chronicles. Let's all stand as we honor uh, God's word by standing. Chronicles, uh, uh, I'm going to read a few verses here until I get to where I can't see the scripture, and then I'll stop reading. But um, would you stand, and, and hopefully I can see them all the way through. Uh, 16th chapter says... Begin in the first verse. So they brought the ark of God and set it in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it. And, and they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings before God. And when David had made an end of offering, the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. And he dealt to every one of Israel, both man and woman, to every one of a loaf of bread and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark and the Lord and to the record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. Asaph, the chief, and next to him, Zechariah, um, Jalil, and Shemaramoth, and Jehiel, and Matithi, I can't pronounce these, and uh, we'll just go on, let's go on to the sixth verse. Benaiah also, and Jehiel the priest, with trumpets continued before the ark, of the continued covenant of God. Then on the, that day, David delivered first this psalm to thank the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Now, here's the main part I want to get to. Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, and make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O ye seed of Israel, his, his servant, ye children of Jacob, the cho- his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Be ye mindful always of his covenant and the word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the day. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of it. Thank you for taking care of us, Lord. And we just pray, Lord, that in all things that you might be honored and glorified. Lord, we're just thankful today that uh, we have so much, Lord, to, to be thankful for that Sometimes when we pray and we want to thank you for everything, it's just a lot of things just slips our mind. But, Lord, we we have so much to be thankful for today. I especially, Lord, I have a lot to be thankful for today. I'm thankful that you still give me the strength, and, and I'm thankful you still give me the unction, and I'm thankful that you still give me the the the, the power that I need to stand in this place each and every 
uh, Lord's Day and even on Wednesday nights. Lord, it's a, it's a wonderful blessing to know that you have upheld me this long. And Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you for taking mm-hmm. care of me. And Lord, I know that each one out here has a lot to be thankful for this, this season of the year. Now, Lord, go with us and take care of us, for it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Uh, first of all, there's nothing said uh, that we have to learn how to pronounce those words, those names. And so I want you to understand that, that, uh, that, uh, that I wasn't taught in a seminary how to pronounce those names. So, uh, because the, the professor couldn't even pronounce them. But anyway, uh, I want to talk today about the praises of thanksgiving this morning. Now, this afternoon, I'm going to be preaching another message on faithful Elijah. As a matter of fact, it will be the last message on faithful Elijah that we'll, we'll be preaching. But um, this morning, we want to talk about the praises of thanksgiving. You know, singing the songs of praise to God only come when there is something there for which to praise. You know, we can't truly give God praise unless there's something there to praise God for. You know, uh, as I stand before you today, I was watching those um, uh, landmark lights up there preaching, how they have dwindled down. You know, and I got to thinking, sitting down there, there's some of them here who think they're too old to sing. And, uh, and there are some that may think they're too old to worship. And, uh, then I got to think and I said, well, if that's the case, then I'm too old to preach. If that's the case, you know, if it's the case that we get too old to do something. And, uh, I want to tell you, you know, if you got something to be thankful for, you not only need to express it, but you need to sing it if God has given you the blessing of being able to do that. You need to sing those uh, thankfulness uh, to the Lord because God, you know, we've got some wonderful voices in here. We've got some voices coming up, these kids that just sang up there. You know, I know some of them may have boyfriends, but you, you just because you got a boyfriend, that don't mean you can't sing up here. Or just because you got a girlfriend, that don't mean you can't sing up here. Uh, it just means that uh, you're singing something that's in your heart. And uh, if you have nothing in your heart, then you have nothing to sing about. Absolutely have nothing to sing about. You know, I was coming to church this morning around 730 in the sun. But I know Kara faces that every day. Uh, the sun was shining so bright coming from the east, and I was going that way. Uh, and I got to singing. Um um, my old Kentucky home, and, uh, and instead of putting in, uh, being thankful for uh, the people or being thankful for the home, the old Kentucky home, I put in there. I'm being thankful that the Lord is shining this sun in my Kentucky face, you know, this morning. But you know, uh, there's a lot to be thankful for. You know, I, I'm I'm getting to the point of where I hope and pray 
that, you know, I hate to block the sun out of my eyes. I do. I drive like this, you know, going down through there. People think, well, he's crazy or something. Why don't he pull his, his uh, shade thing down? Uh, well, I can't because I've got all my stuff on top of it. And all, everything will dump out my lap if I, if I pull it down. But anyway, uh, but I'm thankful that I can still see the sun. There's a lot of people out there today can't see the sun. A lot of people out there today can't see at all. And I'm thankful I can still do that. I'm thankful that I can still see. You know, I know I have a terrible time sometimes up here reading, but maybe the Lord has got something in store for me uh, sometime after the first of the year. I don't know. I hope and pray so he has in this. But we have a lot to be thankful for. I, I can sit here and talk all day long about the things that, that I need to be thankful for, but I can't, uh, I can't speak for you, and, and I certainly can't sing for some of you, but we have some wonderful voices in this church, and they should be using those voices to praise the Lord uh, uh, in the services. And so the thing about it is, is that uh, we, we need to be thankful all the time, just like David prayed here when the, when the ark was put in its right place. When the ark was back in its right place, David talked about how that they should uh, uh, seek the Lord and his strength, seek his face continually. You know, we should always do that. We should always seek the Lord and seek his blessings continually in our lives. So singing the songs of praise to God only come when there's something there to which, uh, to which, to pray, for which to praise. In our text for today's message, the people praised God and celebrated Thanksgiving after the ark of God was back in its rightful place in the midst of the tent King David had prepared for it. Now the ark was a, uh, was an important part of the worship of God's people. And, and so, you know, when, 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 when God's in his rightful place, when the church is in its rightful place, when the people who make up the church are in their rightful place, then that's a lot to be thankful for. It really is. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I know we've got people out there. We've always got people out. And there's never a time somebody, somebody said to me sometime back, said, wouldn't you be, wouldn't you be totally blessed? If everybody ever came, what's supposed to come? If everybody came, but it don't, don't always it don't always happen. You know, I, I don't know I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong with folks, but I, I do know that uh, it's a wonderful thing to see those who do come. It's a blessing to do that. And 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 I told Rhonda the other day, and Rhonda knows this to be the truth. You know, I have preached to her and my two girls before because nobody showed up that's right i preached and and i remember several years ago i went to cynthiana on saturday because they said it's supposed to be a big snow on sunday so i didn't want to be out on the road so i went on down to cynthiana i spent the night at uh, sister maud arnold's house and uh and and i got up the next morning and uh Sister Maud Arnold only lived about far from here, 
to the parking lot out there from the church building. And uh, me and her got up, and we walked to church that morning. But we were the only two there. We were the only two there. It came about 10 or 15 inches of snow, and we were the only two there. What did I do? I preached to Sister Maud Arnold. And uh, Sister Maud Arnold looked at me and said, what are we going to do? I said, I'm going to preach. She said, well, good. She sat down in that seat, and she sat there and listened to every word I said that morning. But we got to be thankful that, you know, that, uh, that we're, we should be thankful that God got us here safely. And we should be thankful that we're in our right place. You're in your right place today. You're in the Lord's house where you should be. You're in your right place today. And I'm thankful for that. You know, there are a lot of things which are an important part of our worship for which we should praise God and, and give thanksgiving when they are in their rightful place. These, uh, those, uh, those God set in his church is an important part of our worship. They're an important part of our worship. Brother Sam used to pray. You know, I haven't heard him pray it uh, for a long time, but Brother Sam used to pray that if one person was missing, then we're crippled. That's what Brother Sam used to pray years ago, and it's right. We're, we're crippled. We're crippled every Sunday, but I'm thankful for the fact that, that there are some people who are in the rightful place this morning, uh, and, and those that God set in here, they're an important part of our worship. I can think of members who are not always in the right place where they stay away from the service regularly. I know that. I know that people do that. But I'm, we can be thankful that we're in our rightful place today. God is in his rightful place. You're in your rightful place. I'm in my rightful place. And everything's going to go just wonderful today. Even though there's some that's not in the rightful place this morning. Everything's going to go just just way it should go. Every member of Landmark Baptist Church is an important part of this worship service. When when members choose to miss, they miss out, and there is a possibility they may never see an opportunity to renew their spirit again. And 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 the sad part of it all is they will have to face the Lord in judgment. They'll never get back. Those people that don't come to church, they'll never get back what they lost here for that day. They'll never get it back. And when they stand before the Lord someday, they're going to give an account for it. If they're saved, they're going to have to give an account for it at the, at the judgment seat of Christ. God is always, God is always in his rightful place here at Landmark Baptist Church. God doesn't miss church. God doesn't miss church. Never. God never misses church. We know, we know he, he, he's, uh, he is, uh, uh, everywhere at all times. That he is never, he's never not in his rightful place. He's in our hearts. He always stays there. He's in our hearts. He's always in his rightful place there. But yet we sometimes find it very hard. And very difficult to be in our rightful place. But God is always in his rightful place in Landmark Baptist Church. Thankfulness can only, thankfulness can come only when God has his rightful place in our lives. I thank God for always meeting here with us. 
I thank, I thank God for all those who are always here. I thank God for the privilege of being here and preaching His Word. Thank God for those things. I really do today. You know, we, we have so much to be thankful for. You know, I think it's amazing, you know, this coming Thursday will come and, and the world will, somebody, somebody will do something at a meal when people aren't accustomed to praying at a meal, but there'll be somebody who'll do something at every meal, just about, in, 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 in uh, this coming Thursday. There'll be somebody say something. Uh, I saw a movie one time where it was Thanksgiving, and, 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 and the person stood up and said, well, we're not, we don't you we know, we mostly don't say anything at a meal here, but he said, I'm going to try to say something. Well, let me tell you, folks, if you're saved and you love the Lord, you don't have to try to say something. There is something there that's going to come out of your mouth, whether it's with singing, whether it's with, whether it's with uh, 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 your mouth of just praising. It's going to come out if it's there, and, and certainly it is. The source we seek causes us to be thankful. We seek the Lord. Why, why shouldn't we be thankful? We seek the Lord. We seek Him for salvation. You can, you can seek, you can seek none other. There, there's no, no more else, no one else you can seek. We, uh, we, we seek Him for strength. We seek His face to, to, to have the glory of His face, uh, in, in, is to be in His presence and to know that He waits upon us to seek him he waits on us to seek him how do i know this because the bible says that the bible the bible says seek and and ye shall find the bible also states but they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up their wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint you know it's a wonderful thing to be in fellowship with god it's a wonderful thing to be in fellowship with God. You know, people don't seem to care if they get out of fellowship with God. You know, every time we don't do what we're supposed to do, we're out of fellowship with God. We get out of fellowship with God. You know, the main thing is that it's not only the source we seek causes us to be thankful, but also the songs we sing give evidence we are thankful. The songs we sing, these songs that we sing, I don't care if it's today, next Sunday, or ten Sundays from now on. For the rest of Sundays from now on, the songs we sing give evidence that we're thankful. In all the earth, if all the earth is prompt to give thanksgiving, how much more should we as his children be? You know, if the world says this coming Thursday, the world says Let's be thankful. Well, how much more should we be thankful every day we live because we have the presence of God with us each and every day? I, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand it. I, I can't, I can't get out of bed at mornings without thanking the Lord for letting me get up and stand on my own two feet. I, I can't, I can't. I, 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 I turned on the news this morning and they showed a, uh, a, a boy on there, little boy, he was 12 years old. 
He had never seen colors. He had never seen colors. All he saw was just black and white. He had never seen colors. Somebody made him a pair of glasses, and he put those glasses on, and for the first time in his life, 12 years, he saw color. And he started squalling. He started squalling, and somebody asked him, said, what do you think about it? He said, I, I, I didn't know things was like this. He said, I, I thought everything was just plain. He couldn't believe the colors that he saw. Well, we're thankful. You know, we all, most of us have got fairly good eyesight. And most of us have may not have good eyesight, but they've thrown something on our noses that makes us see better. Or they put some little plates in our eyes, make us see better. But what a wonderful thing it is that we can see, you know, we, we don't realize what it's like. We don't realize what it's like. My, I had a blind brother, and, uh, oh, I, I didn't know nothing about praying. I didn't know nothing about God when my brother was living. But I do know even as a, I, he, he was eight years older than I was. And I know that when he used to get out in the yard and when me and my brother, my younger brother, we'd get out in the yard and we'd run and he'd run with us. He was crippled. He was born with, with uh, polio. But he would run with us. His little crippled legs would run with us. He'd run into fences. And he'd just jump up and just just laugh. He'd run into trees, and he would just jump up and just laugh. He had fun. Can you imagine that? He couldn't run with me and my brother. He, but he would run into things, he would trip over things, and he'd just get up laughing. And I've thought about that as I got older. I never thought nothing about it then. I just thought he was silly. I really did. I didn't understand what blindness meant. I didn't understand what those things meant. But but I'm going to tell you, you know, he was as happy as a lark just to get to be out there running with his two little brothers. Let me tell you, folks, there are some sweet things in this world that we don't realize that we need to be thankful for. They sure are. You will not, you will not have any problem singing these songs of Zion if you're really thankful. You don't have no problem singing these songs. I can't sing a lick, but I love to sing these songs. I really do. I love to sing these songs of Zion. I love to sing them. There, there, there are some, it seems that their faces will break in too if they spurt out with singing. But there's some in here don't even get a songbook out, much less sing. You know, if everybody in this church sang as they should, we'd make more noise than you could ever think about. Let me tell you something that I was I was told. I asked somebody. I said, uh, did uh, Rachel dance when we sang here? 
They said, no. She dances their church. She gets on the, she gets on the seat and starts dancing when they sing at their church. And I said, well, how come she didn't do it here? They said, because it wasn't loud enough. Well, it's sad. It's sad. It really is. It's sad to think about it. All these voices we got here, they ought to ring out when we sing. I'm talking about congregationals. These little girls got up here. What a great blessing that is to see them up there singing. What a great blessing it is for Ella to start singing. But let's don't hinder her. Let's don't do things to hinder her from singing because that's what's happened. You know, people have done things to hinder people from singing. Bible says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It doesn't say anything about being able to sing like a, uh, like a Tweety bird or something. It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. If you break out in song, there, there, let me get back where it was. There are so many songs to sing, songs of deliverance, songs of forgiveness, songs of peace, songs of hope, songs of joy, the sweetest of all, the song of God's ever-presence with us. There are so many songs to sing, so many songs to sing. There are so many of them. Well, when we think about it, we think about the sovereign that we serve is reason to give thanks. We serve God. You realize God has the power to either send us to heaven or to hell. And you'll say, well, I'm saved. Well, be thankful because God did not have to save you. God did not have to choose you before the foundation of the world. He could have let you go like the rest of them. But he chose you. He chose me. That's enough right there to give thanks. Enough right there to give thanks. All these are in this text now. Matter of fact, the text actually goes almost to this whole chapter. Now, but I'm not, I wasn't going to read the whole chapter. But this text, it's in these texts. If you look in verses 28 and 29, gratitude is lacking among the sons of men today. People have a problem being thankful for the things done for them and given to them. You know, I would ask you, how many of you got a paycheck? How many of you got paid for work you done this week? Well, there's some school teachers going to get paid for not even going to work next week. Oh, boy. Let me tell you, we, we should be thankful for it. If you got a paycheck this week, you wouldn't have got that paycheck if God didn't want you to have it. you got to think about that. You would not have got that paycheck if God didn't want you to have it. The Bible says he gives us the strength and the power to get wealth. He's the one gave you the strength to work so that you could get paid, so that you could repay him 
in your tithes and offerings and be thankful that he gave you what he gave you. I pray over every check that this church has ever given me. I guess, unless Reggie and Jim decides not, I guess today is payday for me. Sometimes I have to practically fight them. I'm just cutting up. But sometimes today's payday, but I will thank the Lord over that check. I'll take it to the bank sometime this coming week. And before I give it to the banker, I'll thank God for it. I do it. I told I told a girl on the on over to over here at the branch of Vade Federal. I gave her my check one time, and I said, uh, I've, I've already prayed over this check, so I know it's good. She said, what? I said, I prayed over this check. I know it's good. She said, well, I never heard that before. Sure. You ought to be thankful. You'll say, well, I didn't make but $100. You'll be thankful at $100. You'll say, I I didn't make as much as so-and-so made, but you'll be thankful what you made. You shouldn't complain about it. We got a bunch up there in Washington now, and some that might want to go to Washington and be up there all the time is, is, is going to try to take some of it away from you if they can. And once they get to power, they can do it. So you better be thankful that God gives it to you and you can buy food with it to eat. You can buy clothes with it to wear. You can buy the things that you need. And even there's some things that you get that you don't need. You better thank God for it. You better be thanking God for it. The sovereign we serve is reason to give thanks. This is the reason men are not thankful The word of God has said, freely ye have received, freely give. Freely you have received, freely give. What a failure we are to God. Then we think about the sights we see. uh, We see and remember calls us or teaches us how to be thankful. The Israelites were never to forget the pit they dug for themselves. And the way God brought them out of it, they're never for them. What did David say? The Lord brought me out of that pit. Lord, and set me on solid ground. You know what David's referring to there? Any of you ever seen quicksand? In in the mountains of Kentucky, there's a lot of quicksand. Some of those creeks up there, and rivers have quicksand in right in in them, and if you get in it, you're not going to get out of it, because it's just going to keep sucking you under. You've got to be careful about that stuff. Well, I want to tell you, David said, God rescued me from that pit, and He set me up on us, put me on solid ground. What a great blessing that is! What a great blessing it is. The Israelites were taken out of that pit they dug for themselves. Our inherited 
depraved nature put us in a great pit. But thanks be unto God, he brought us up out of it. That's what David says in Psalms 40, verses 1 through 3. I just quoted them to you right there a few minutes ago. There will never, they will never forget the words of his mouth. They, they were life and peace. Let's never forget his great promises he has for us. They were never to forget his faithfulness to them. God commanded his word to a thousand generations. He has not changed. Put faith in those words. That's what he said. And I'm preaching stuff from our text, from the text we have here before you. Every bit of this is in the text. I'm not preaching anything that's not in this text. Verse 15 says, Be ye mindful always of his covenant, the word which he he commanded to a thousand generations. God's word is as good today as it was back then, as good today when David was thanking the Lord for seeing that the ark was back in its proper place. Those words, those, that God is just as good today as he was then. God has not changed. God will never change. So some of the things that these people encountered are you are possible you will encounter those same things in your life. It seems like today, though, this generation has totally forgotten about God. What about the speech we speak is evident we are thankful. David says in verse 9, Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Do I hear much talking about his wondrous works? No. I don't hear much about it. I have to wait on Monday mornings and Tuesday mornings and Wednesday morning and Thursday morning for Kara to put a post on there so I can read something that somebody posted on there. I wait on that. I get up at 5 o'clock every morning, and i got Rhonda's phone right there beside me. And about 7.45, no, about 6.45. Am I all right? Kara puts it on there, and I can't wait to read it. I'm I'm telling you, folks, we need to be thankful. We need to be thankful. We're 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 going to celebrate a day when when we're not we won't be may not be thankful on Friday. There are two ways to do this: speak to one another about how great God is. Speak to one another about how great God is. I don't hear much of that here at Landmark Baptist Church. I hear a lot about the things of the world, but how great our God is to us, I hear very little. I hear very little. Oh, I hear about things that's happening. Some of you might say, well, how do you find them out? I I do. I find them out. That's, That's what that unspoken request is about, something I just found out. Something I just found out. Some way, somehow, God gets them to me. You might think you're keeping them from me, but God gets them to me. You know, how how in the world could I pastor this church if God didn't give these things to me? I, how could I pastor a silent church who won't tell you a thing? And I, I'm serious about this, folks. 
If I get a telephone call from one of you, it just blesses my heart. You, some of you know what I've said when you call me. I said, what have I done to, to have this privilege of talking to you over the phone? I say the same thing to Rhonda. Rhonda will get on the phone talk to her sister for hours on end, and she won't say two or three words to me. I'm telling you, she knows. Her and her sister will get on there and they'll lollygag and lollygag and lollygag and go on and on and on and on and on. And she won't come in there and say five words to me. Well, you, you might laugh at her, but you better be laughing at yourselves. Because I know it happens to you too. But the speech that we speak is evidence of our thankfulness. I hear, well, let me say this. Listen, folks, you may have been told somewhere else this is normal, but it's not. This is not normal, but it is not. The Bible says, they that fear the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard. Yeah. Let me read that again. This is in the Bible. They they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard. When a way, what a way to get your prayers answered. Speak often to one another concerning the Lord. We, we, we're all concerned about getting prayers answered. We have a circle prayer every day, and we're concerned about getting prayers answered. Well, you want to get your prayers answered? Speak often to one another about the Lord. And don't forget to speak to your family out there. Don't forget to sit down and speak. Now, I will say this. Rhonda talks a long time to her sister, but there are, they talk about the Lord because her sister listens to my sermons. I can't stress enough the importance to witness of the things God has done for us. Blessed are all those who consecrated, I'm sorry, blessed are all those whose consecrated songs of thanks sings the praises of thanksgiving. And God bless you today. God bless you tremendously today. I pray that God will bless you today. Let's all stand and let's all sing closing verse. And if you have anything on your heart today, you come and let us know about it. Come and let us know about it. Don't just sit there or stand there. Come and let us know about it. Come and let us know about it.